the it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> But it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. B-Pod Studios. You know anybody mm -hmm. in Indianapolis? Nope. That's just a general question. Wasn't really asking you specifically. Oh, uh, no. It was more like the listener question. Do you know anybody in Indianapolis? Yeah, I think that would sell it. Let me hit the button and uh, let's start talking NASCAR, yeah? Or you can just sing it. No. Now, the Wicked Fast Podcast with Longboy and Timmy G. Hey, this is Dale Jr. Hey, this is Jeff Gordon. Hey, this is Corey Borg. Hey, guys, Chase Elliott. Hey, this is Alex Bowman. Hey, this is Kevin Harvick. Hey, it's Ryan Blaney. Hey, this is Joey Logano. Hey, this is Kyle Busch. Hey, it's Austin Dillon. You're listening to the Wicked, Wicked Fast, Fast Podcast. Gonna try a little more New England. Okay, watch this. Hey, it's Austin Dillon. You're listening to the Wicked Fast Podcast. <laughs> Wicked Fast. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yep. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. Now, to anyone out there who wants to go fast, anybody, I want to go fast. Drivers, start your engines! Yeah! yeah. yeah. All right, hey Look now. Fast Podcast, episode 240, coming at you. Brian Bell here. Timmy G over here. And of course. Photoshopping stuff. Photoshopping stuff. Good, good, good. And we'll tell you why. Just sent it over to you. You'll want to pay attention <laughs> to our social medias. Uh, of course, at Wicked Fast PDCST on the Twitter machine, at Wicked Fast Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We stream this live. And of course, you can find stuff at bpodstudios.com for the fine Beasley Media Group family of podcasts. Or check out. Uh, Timmy G and all of his uh, family of podcasts over there with the Big Night Entertainment Group. Timmy has a great Celtics podcast over there. Uh, I don't even want to say the name that's floating around this week. It's driving me insane uh, in relation to the Celtics, so we won't even do that. But definitely pay attention to our socials because uh, we did we got some tickets to give away to the uh, to the Brickyard. I have I have two pairs of tickets to the Brickyard in my hot little hands. That we can give away. Uh, just pay attention to our socials, and we'll tell you how. All right, and we'll talk about uh, that because here's here's what I have for our tickets. Ready? I'm going to do the the must read. Anything can happen during the second half of the NASCAR season. Experience the thrills, the drama, and the acceleration of the NBC family of networks. How was that? The push for the playoffs continues at Indianapolis Sunday, July 31st, 2:30 p.m. on NBC. How's that? Uh, too much? You're you're a professional for did a reason, I, if you ask me. Did I go get a little too into it? So yeah, stay tuned. We got tickets. All right. But first, uh congratulations to Denny Hamlin. No wait. Congratulations to Kyle Bush. <laughs> Hold on. Congratulations to Chase Elliott. Yeah, buddy. What a bleep show. So many penalties. Talk about a tricky triangle. Yeah, Oof. ain't that for sure. But I, so many penalties, has, so many. Have we reached the point where the penalties are making the fans not care about watching the damn race? I think so. Um, <laughs> yes, I think so. And also fans, oh. to be 
to be fair to um, NASCAR, they did say going into the season, we're going to be strict. Yeah. It's a new car. New car. We don't know a lot about it. Everybody's pushing so the rules. If any fan is super butthurt about all these penalties that are coming out, they really shouldn't be surprised. Now, if NASCAR didn't come out and say something, sure. Yeah. Fair. Fine. No. I get it. But if you're an average NASCAR fan, you knew. I am an NASCAR... average NASCAR fan. No, you're above average. You do a weekly podcast. That's some average. But I also had uh, Denny and uh, Kyle Busch in my fantasy. So that was great. Appreciate I would that. say, I, I, to be honest with you, I would say probably, I bet you if Everybody we actually did. go through it, probably I would yeah. bet you at least everyone had at least one of them. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, just absolutely banana land. But let's start off with the most recent one, and then we'll dive into Denny and Kyle Busch. Okay. Because Michael McDowell and his team yesterday by NASCAR was announced that they took Michael McDowell's car and I believe the 47 car to the RDC center. Mm -hmm. They found an L2 penalty under section 14.1 CDQ, which obviously everybody knows what that is. Yeah. 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 Basically it is, it was a body and overall vehicle assembly rule surrounding a modification of a single source supplied part, Mm -hmm. AKA what happened with Brad K earlier in the season. Right. So crew chief Blake Harris has been fined a hundred thousand dollars. Suspended for four races. Michael McDowell's team lost 100 points. And if they win in the next five races before the playoffs, they get docked 10 playoff points. Now, for those wondering how many stages Michael McDowell has won this year, zero. So he will actually go into the playoffs. Negative points? Negative five playoff points. Oh, my God. But here's the thing. But he he didn't lose his place in the Pocono race, though. Correct. Because it was after the race and his car was taken to RDC. Okay. Well, so now, are the Denny and, and... No, Denny's happened right at the track, so but, they got DQ'd that way. Right, but they, they got DQ'd at the track, which also missed sponsorship opportunity for Dairy Queen. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Great I mean, really. Way that you post, yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, really, NASCAR, Dairy Queen, that could have been brought to you by DQ because both top cars DQ'd. Hello. Let's get us a yeah. blizzard. Flip it upside but, down. Come on. Yes. Yeah, so the playoff thing is weird because, like, everyone starts at 2,000 points and then your things get added. So right. would he just be at <laughs> 1995? He's going to party like it's 1995. Yeah, so weird. So this is literally if, I mean, the same if, situation. You know, if he makes it into the – I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Daytona. Yeah, he runs well there. Yeah, Especially he's won there treat. before. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's literally the same thing, but it, it's just so interesting because clearly RFK can afford losing – 100 points and mm. 10 playoff points. Now, maybe not this season, but just overall as a team. Yeah. They're a larger team than Front Row Motorsports. Yeah, and it definitely hurts Michael, Front Row more. And Michael McDowell, in his last five races, has gained 117 points. So now he has just gained 17. Oh, that's frustrating, huh? <laughs> if you look at it that way, he's literally Yeesh. averaged about 3.3 points per race oh, in the boy. last five races. Ooh, ouch. That that stinks. It's Sounds it's like got to hurt. Fantasy like team. third, I mean, he finished sixth at Pocono. Didn't finish that great at Loudon. Fifteenth before that. Eighteenth and thirteenth. Yeah, but pretty crazy. So, the Denny Hamlin Kyle Busch situation is crazy. It is. So, it it's understandable, but weird. Right. So basically, NASCAR didn't notice anything before the race because they don't do a full teardown of the cars like they do 
after the race. Well, they, yeah. So after the race, they take the wrap off, like the you exactly. know sponsor yep. stuff and all the wrap that goes over the car. That yeah, you, you know, can't do that before the pretty. race. That would literally right. take forever. Well, yeah, you can. Yeah, can't do that. It would, yeah, you, it cars ready be, to go. Yeah, the cars ready so to go. This was underneath the wrap. Yeah, it was. Sneaky. It was an extra layer of vinyl on the lower fascia, or is it fascia? Fascia. I f- fascia. I feel like is fascia, the medical term. Fascia, not fascist. Fascia, the fascia. But isn't fascia a medical term? Sure. Fascia I is think. a is a building term. It's uh, what's on like the uh, eaves of your house. You got the fascia board. Yes. Yes. You get the... Anyway, so it's the fascia. Yeah, it's the fascia, and that basically connects the lower part of the car nose to the splitter. Okay. And there was an extra layer of vinyl there, which technically, according to NASCAR, helps the aerodynamics of the car. So Wally Brown, director of competition for Joe Gibbs Racing, I got this statement from the NBC Sports website, basically said that a single piece of clear tape was positioned over the lower corners of the front fascia, right? Mm -hmm. Ahead of the left left front and right front wheel openings of those of both of the cars. The added pieces were two inches wide and five and a half inches long with a thickness of 0.012 inches installed under the wrap. Okay. I, I so mean, that's what's weird to me about it is why aren't they taking MG, MG, MGK? Wow, Tim, get out of the content <laughs> industry. MTJ and Christopher Bell's car, their teammates car to R, R&D. Right. You'd think they put them together the same way, right? You would you would think, right? So to me, that's wild that they don't do that. But you know, a lot of people are very upset that Joe Gibbs isn't losing points. But and then they they were going to appeal and they didn't appeal. They're like, yeah, now you got us. Okay. No, yeah, they literally admitted, yeah, you guys got us, touche. Yeah, but well, so many people are upset that McDowell lost hundred points, but Gibbs isn't, and one is because yeah, I saw McDowell Denny finished. tweeting about, oh, we'll take that penalty. Yeah, and then. Denny Hamlin on his Twitter yesterday. Yeah. Literally posted a video yeah. of him with the trophy. <laughs> Eating with cereal the pieces, or something, right? With the I to be honest with you, I think it was a um oh my god. <laughs> Why can't I think of the, the name of the potato? It was a potato. Potato. What's a, no, what's the potato you put like a crap load of butter in the middle of it and you open it up in half? A baked like potato? A, yes, a baked potato. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> yes, a baked I, potato. And he was I think eating you might that. Need a nap. I do need a nap, man. <laughs> I've I've been up since seven thirty work. What's that name of the potato when you bake it and you Yeah. It hey, we all have brain farts. That's, that's my true, that's true. But yeah, he Denny doesn't care. Denny legitimately doesn't care. And he also tweeted out a picture of his daughter holding the Sunoco racing flag at the end. Yep. Uh, because at the end of the race, his daughter came out. I don't know if she was really happy that her dad won and she started crying or she heard all the boos. Yeah, I know, right? And mm. then started crying because her dad was getting booed. I don't know. But Denny tweeted out, good luck getting that back when it comes <laughs> to the flag. That's amazing. So that's a good dad right there. So uh, clearly sure. Denny doesn't care. Chase Elliott spoke about it afterwards. Yeah. He's Bob, like, Bob Pockris was just like, hey, Chase, how are you getting the trophy? He's just like, I haven't even thought about it. Like, I honestly just don't care. But this, according to the Associated Press, was the first time this has happened since 1960 that the winner got DQ'd. Wow. 
And have we have well, we seen any data on uh, any time other than this that the winner of the race never led a lap? <laughs> uh, I've looked all. I've looked all around. No yeah. idea. Yeah, uh, that's got to be a first, really. Yeah, uh, absolutely really zero idea uh, about that. But overall, Chase Elliott did win fourth time this year. He's now got a, he's 105 points ahead of Ross Chastain for the regular season point championship. It's most likely his at this point. Um, and then obviously to talk about Denny Hamlin more, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin. I love it. Uh, yeah, uh, boy. I don't think it is because technically is now this either. race didn't count for Denny. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, Denny. A little karma. A little karma got him. I mean, yeah, really. Yeah, right? Seriously. Wow. But yeah, Ross Chastain leading the race. Denny Hamlin drove him up to the wall. And even Chase Elliott in that same press conference where he didn't care about the trophy was just like, I thought he was too nice to him. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know. Anything out of this world. No. I, I thought it was just good racing. He was Moved him up the track, and then, oh, sorry, you ran out of room. Bye. Yeah, and then Jeff Burton was freaking out, like, I hope this is the end of it. No, Jeff. Come on. Let's have some fun here. This Let's sport go. needs a rivalry. Yeah. Why do you Uh-oh, think Oh, that's NASCAR- Ross Chastain's music. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you think the, port was, the, uh, the sport was so popular from, you know, 1996 to when Dale Sr. passed? Yeah. Rivalries, because it was baby. Jeff rivalries. Versus, yeah, it was, it was literally you – Hated Jeff. I love Jeff. Your dad hated Jeff. I love like it was literally you either hated him or love him. And now it's just like, well, you know, everybody's great. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm from Boston, so I should like Roush Fenway. (laughs) And like, no, you should like one driver and that's it. Yeah. And they need a rivalry. So I hope it's not over between them. But if it is good for Ross Chastain, because now he doesn't have to worry about that in the playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> he got it over and done with. That that weight's off his shoulder. And even Ross Chastain during the race was just like, yeah, I had it coming to me. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. So that that's good on him. But you feel bad for Kevin Harvick because Kevin Harvick oh, was having a great run. I know. Now, would he have won? Who the hell knows? But if he didn't get hit, arguably a top five finish for Kevin Harvick, no doubt. So... I mean, oh, and then the other big story, because Joe Gibbs wants to take all the headlines. Yeah, right. Ty Gibbs makes his debut for the first time. He's never driven in a next-gen car before. Kid finishes 13th. Yeah, did all right. Unbelievable. Hopefully, Kurt Busch is okay and he can race this weekend. And I know NASCAR is going to have to clear a waiver for him for missing one race because technically that affects his points and the playoffs and all that stuff. For those of you that remember when Kyle Busch broke his leg at the Daytona 500 many moons ago. Um but yeah, very impressive by by Ty Gibbs. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if Joe Gibbs is just like mm, maybe I shouldn't have signed Tyler Rennick. <laughs> I should have just thrown him in the forty five. But I'm sure Christopher Bell will be gone soon. So yeah, yeah. I wonder, well, hey, there's you know there could be some open seats. I mean, can you imagine if Kyle Busch doesn't get his contract renewed and then Joe Gibbs' grandson slides in? <laughs> I mean, I, crazier things have happened. Give me that press conference right now. Right? I mean, now there, there's a rivalry for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be the most that amazing. Would be it's like when Hulk awesome. Hogan went to, you know, became Hollywood uh, WCW. Hogan, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it would be. I right? hope Kyle Busch creates his own team, calls it the NWO. Grows, yeah, that'd be grow, awesome. Grows a bad goatee. 
Nah, Samantha wouldn't like that. She wouldn't approve. Of it. <laughs> it's be, either that or we're getting a Kyle Busch reality show and, and hopes that oh. it's better than the Austin Dillon one. Oh, God. That one's a tough watch. It's bad. I, I put some of it on again. Because, you know, they, they throw it on before the pre-race. So you watch like the last 10 minutes of it and it's like, yeah. oh, this oh. is awful. Oh, yeah. What a horrible show. But anyways, uh, do you have the fantasy stuff lined up, ready to go? So, uh, folks, oh, we got wanna, five. Hit the st- do we hit the standings? Hang on. Yeah, we'll hit the standings. I'll, I'll talk about I'll that. So, it, yeah. folks, we got five races left. Yeah. Three out of those five have to be new winners for chaos. Mm, boy. So, That's, let that be known. That so, we got a road course in Indy, yep. Michigan, Richmond, the Glen, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. You figure, you hope, most likely, a new winner at Daytona due to craziness and people dying to get in the playoffs because they know they'll get more sponsorship money and they'll do whatever it takes. So we really just need two more winners in four races. Mm-hmm. That's all we're asking for. I don't think it's a big ask. No, I think it could happen. But playoff-wise, here are the standings. You got Chase Elliott in first, followed by Ross Chastain, Joey Logano, William Byron, Kyle Larson, those are your top five. Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. currently are sixth and seventh. But if we get new winners, <laughs> who knows? Uh, then you get Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch. Those run out, round out the top ten. And then Tyler Reddick, Kurt Busch, Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, Alex Bowman, and Austin Sindrick are spots 11 to 16. So Kevin Harvick is very far behind MTJ yeah. and Ryan Blaney to get in on points. So Harvick's going to have to win. Um, I mean, really, those 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 names that are right under the cut line right now: Harvick, Amarola, Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Michael McDowell. I mean, Bubba. Bubba had a great run. Like it's Bubba's had two straight top ten finishes, which is great for him. But you think Austin Dillon? He's won at Daytona. Michael McDowell. He's won at Daytona. Bubba. Didn't he finish second this year at the Daytona Five Hundred or maybe third? Yeah, and then and then you still have Brad Kay. Yeah, you still got Brad Kay. Who's going to Ford Country for Michigan? Kevin Harvick's good at Richmond. Kevin Harvick is good at Michigan. Yeah, it's, it's Creed song. Yeah, arms wide open. <laughs> oh boy, that's rough. It is. <laughs> All right, should we hit, terrible day for jokes? Should we hit fantasy? Let's hit it right in the face. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. The Wicked Fast Podcast. With Longboy and Timmy G. I feel the need. The need for speed. Um, hello, this is the Wicked Fast Podcast. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, wanna go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just three fifty, like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. All right, share screen. Can you I think everyone after there? this ah, race is yelling. Ugh. That was all of a sudden you were very loud. Yeah, that was uh, just. Uh, I mean, everybody for a while was up over two hundred points, and yeah, after we got. Jackson, Harvick fan. He was way down the list because I don't <laughs> – let me see. Can we tell – Yeah, him? look at his lineup. I bet you he's probably the only person that didn't have it. 
How do we go in? I, I always forget every week. Is it race results? Uh, n- no. You go over here. Oh, yeah. And then you click. There we go. All right. So he, look at, so he had only, Ky- he only had Kyle Busch. Right. So, and then like left, ta- left turns for days, I know had so many points because I look, think he I had Kurt Busch still in there, even though Kurt wasn't racing. That's so, incredible. I mean, someone who obviously was not paying attention. I mean, you were right here. Look, you got Martin Truex left in the garage. You saved a start there. That's good. Yeah, but like if Blaney, I wonder, man, I was just mad. Blaney, can you crash in one of the in the first two segments, please? Yeah, help help us out. Crying here. out loud, man! I left. There we go. Uh, Fasting the podcaster. He left Bubba in the garage. See, he's got Denny. He's well, what got did Jackson Kyle. do? Well, how did Jackson pull this off for the win? All right. He had Bubba Wall- Look, Kyle Bush and Denny oh, Hamlin. See, he had them both, but I think he must have hit some bonuses. So I, so he probably hit all the bonuses. Bonus? Nope. Bonus. So three out of the ten. Bonus. He got three out of the ten. So. Uh, three out of the four. Three out of the four. Um, but yeah. if I put in MTJ over Blaney, I think I would have won. Because I only lost by how many? Well, see, 14? Uh, I had Chase Elliott in the garage. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so living I left, up to your name. So I left fifty-three living points in the garage. I live. My team name is Points in the Garage, and yeah. well, you know, that's just how I wanted to roll. I mean, this is the best part. This was a conscious decision that I made at the end of the second round. I said, you know what? These guys were all rolling pretty well. Uh, Blaney was doing great. And I said, you know what? I'm going to save a Chase Elliott start right now. I'm going to yep. save a Chase Elliott start, and I'm going to put him in the garage. Because it was it was Bubba. I think it was Bubba and Chase were kind of at the tail end of the, the second. And Bubba was doing the strategy. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go with Bubba's strategy and see how it works out. I mean, it did work out for you. It's just if you just took Blaney out. See, I thought Blaney was going to finish better than MTJ. Yeah. And that's what I did wrong, so I probably so, lost a bunch of points there too. Yeah, so that wasn't uh, wasn't great. That wasn't great. Uh, so anyway, overall in the league right now, let's see. Faster than a podcaster, he didn't make up a lot of ground this year. This week, I'm firmly in eighth place. <laughs> and then we got a couple people who I think are dropping out. Bad Brad hasn't been putting any uh, guys in, but I'm going to leave him in just so I don't go down to the exact bottom of the list. I'll leave him in the league. You're up there in fifth. And, yeah. Still, one, two, three, the Capoli's down the street from me. as far as I know, there's 15 races left. uh, Plenty of time. Nate, NASCAR guy, doing a great job. So, there you go. There's some fantasy for you. Anyway, uh... Do we have any new other news and notes to hit? Uh, no, nothing really that, you know, for for our average NASCAR fans would really, uh... Move the needle. And clearly I forgot to type in my uh, Indianapolis. If you look at my notes, if you see where it says Indy Road Course Preview, I usually just type that oh, yes. stuff in yes. so I know where to put the right. uh, put the stuff. Yeah. But clearly I didn't. Uh, but, yeah, the Verizon 200 Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course 
2.30 p.m. on NBC. Practice will be at 9.35 a.m. on USA, and then qualifying will be at 10.35. So lunchtime, yep. you should, lunchtime on Saturday, you should know maybe who or who not to start. Yep. And, of course, pay attention to our social medias. We get tickets. If you're in the area, let us know. Now, what's closer, St. Louis to Indy or Boston to Indy? Yeah, St. Louis is probably a little closer. I'll look it up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We got a bunch of people out there in in Missouri listening in St. Louis. So, uh, come on. Give us, a, give us a like on the social media. All Reach right. Out, it is a 14-hour and 24-minute drive from Boston, Massachusetts, and then from Saint, the find city of St. Louis, Missouri. It's only three hours and 48 minutes. Yeah. I mean, so this is it. So follow us. At this is Wicked it, Saint- Fast PDCST, yeah. at Wicked Fast Podcast, Facebook and Instagram. St. Louis. Take an, Reach out. Take a nice little three-mile drive. We'll get you some yeah. tickets in, into Indy. I'll give you some tickets. All right. Cool. So, what do we uh, got going on? Because the Brickyard 400 has always been, probably for the last 20 years, the first three or four years are pretty fun. Yep. The worst race on the circuit. The Tony Stewart's final one was pretty good. Yeah, I would right. say the first, yeah, you know, like, I think uh, when pretty good. Jeff, Jeff won and Dale Jarrett won, that was pretty cool, well, that, Tony won that last one. Tony won the last one, and Jeff was in the car for Dale Jr., right? Yes, and then they both and went they down both the racetrack the, yeah. together. So that was kind of um, cool, right? That was cool, but still a boring yes. race. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so now we're going to go. Uh, great. Now now I want to know what year that was, so thank you for that. So please hold I've ball sent, and spiral. Hang on. Sent Timmy G down a wormhole. Yep, I did. All right. Um, well, we were tracks. doing this podcast, so I want to say it was 20. We were doing this podcast. 2017, um, maybe? Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Gordon Sr., Jarrett Rudd, Gordon Jarrett. So Jeff Gordon won it in 2014, then Kyle Bush in 2015. Oh, I think Jeff Gordon won it. Oh, that's right. And then Tony but it was Stewart Tony's was last there. race. Yeah. So he did the the lap with him. Yes. Yeah, so Jeff Gordon won it in J- July 27th, literally eight years ago today. Well, there you Jeff go. Jeff Gordon won that race. Tony Stewart finished. Oh, boy. Gordon Bush, Hamlin, Kenseth, Logano, Kane, Larson, Harvick, Dale Jr. finished ninth. Yeah. Greg Biffle finished 13th. Carl Edwards, 15th. Jimmy Johnson, 14th. Tony Stewart finished 17th in that race. In the Mobile One Bass Pro Shops, number 14, Stewart Haas Chevrolet. Yep. Yeah, Jeff Gordon won that race, and I believe That's that was his record setting one yep. millionth time. Yep. Yeah, well. I don't know how he could have yeah. gotten the Jeff. Oh Gordon. yeah, and I, we didn't even talk about this. Now Jeff Gordon's record is still intact for most wins at Pocono because. Oh, Denny that's Amber. right. That's yes, right. I just realized that. <laughs> Let's go. Got <laughs> a boy, NASCAR. Way to go. Protect the legends. Yeah, protect the legends at all costs. Um, all right. So last year, NASCAR decided to do another road course. Um, and it was a pretty exciting race for the most part, better than any Brickyard 400 would give us. <laughs> AJ Allmendinger won that race. The now, dinger, the dinger, the obviously, dinger. 
he would be a new winner, but he, I don't think, would be eligible for it. So he's not someone that we need for the chaos that we've been thriving for. Right. Now, if you remember last year, late in that race, off the turn six curb, um, it was William Byron basically went over a landmine because his car exploded. Do you remember that? Yeah. It just, yep. And then everything yes. else, and there was just chaos afterwards. Red flag, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, all involved. Was that the, the race where there where there there were problems with the track anyway? Like correct, yep. That, that kind of was messing it up. So hopefully they have that straightened out now. Yeah, I hopefully. feel like they've well, got, they've gotten the hang of uh, putting together road courses now, right? Yeah, well, it's gonna be interesting with with the Indy cars there as well on Saturday for the double header that they got there. But the top ten is very interesting. So you have a AJ Allmendinger winning, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Matty D finished fifth. Kurt Busch, six, Eric Jones, Justin Haley, mm-hmm. Austin Sindrick, and Ryan Newman finished 10th. So there were two guys in this race that don't even exist in the sport anymore. Yeah. You know what I really love is the, the NASCAR media advanced stats were out for this race. It was two pages. It's Well, it has the top 16 driver standings at the Indianapolis road course. Uh, races, one. <laughs> they all just have one race. Average finish. Well, it's where they finished last year. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually it's... called the Indianapolis Grand Prix Circuit, for those Ooh. of you that may not lose sleep. Excuse not me, pardon me. Yeah, pardon me. Um, all right, so fantasy-wise, I just did the three road courses that we've done this year. Okay, I like this. I good. figured that was pretty good. Next-gen yep. car. Seen all road different courses, next gen. sizes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, next gen. Okay, that's a good. So, good metric to use for the stats. I like this. Yeah. All right. Ross Chastain, Daniel Suarez, Tyler Reddick, three winners this oh. year. Well, three first time winners this year. Wow. Come on, road courses. Come on. All right. Points wise, Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Chase Elliott, Austin Sindrick. Sneaky. And Daniel Suarez. Hmm. Chastain, Chase Elliott, Austin Sindrick are the only drivers that have finished in the top 10 in all three road courses this year. Interesting. Tyler Reddick. I Sindrick, hope I have a Ross Chastain start left. Right? Uh, <laughs> Chastain, Chase, Sindrick, and Tyler Reddick have finished in the top five two out of the three times. Wow. Michael McDowell and Kevin Harvick hmm. have an average finish of eighth. Okay. And then for those of you that don't remember uh, when we talked about when they went to Road America that they're unfortunately taking away from us, Toyota hasn't been great. Right. Martin Truex Jr., average finish, 15th. Christopher Bell, average finish, 16th. Denny Hamlin's average finish, 22nd. Kyle Busch's average finish, 29th in the three road course races this year. So keep that in mind uh, when you're figuring all that out. Right. But yeah, that's really all I really got for fantasy on that end. Right. Um, I definitely think the young guys, the younger guys like the Reddicks and the Chases um, and the Austin Cindricks, um definitely kind of have it figured out. And obviously, Trackhouse has it figured out. They've won two out of three road courses this year. Yep. Um, so that'll be very interesting. All right. Here are your, your fantasy bonus pick matchups for the road course this week. We just mentioned Ross Chastain. Yep. He's paired up against... Denny Hamlin. All right. Not going to happen because they won't be near each other, but well done, NASCAR. They're they're sticking with the rivalry. That's good. We'll take that. Great. So it's not over. Uh, Then we got some teammates. Chase Elliott versus Kyle Larson. Great one. Mm -hmm. Well, 
We're two for two here. Yep, two good ones. Then we've got MTJ mm. versus Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe's a good road course guy. He yeah. led part of the Road America course, uh, went to go get stage points. Bad strategy. Back of the field really couldn't catch up, but he's a good road course driver. He was actually leading the race last year there. Remember when him and Danny Hamlin collided and then Chase Briscoe went into the grass but had to stop and didn't stop? And Yeah. So he he's he's up there. Yeah, he'll, he'll put it all out there. And then final matchup is uh, my boy Blaney versus Tyler Reddick. Oh, I mean, Tyler Reddick, two top five finishes. Ryan Blaney, number one in fantasy points at road course this year. We'll take that. So, yeah, there you go. All right, NASCAR. That's all right. That's all right. right NASCAR.com. Pretty good. pretty good. Excellent. All right. Well, I'm going to go with – what am I going to go with? Actually, usually you know right away, so this is actually kind of interesting. Well, because I'm like, – you know, the dinger is is a fun pick. It is, but we don't need that for we chaos. No, we don't need that for chaos. I, I'd like to see Blaney win it. I'm going to go with Blaney. All right. Just, Maybe not just the chaos fun. that we want, but another locked position in. Yeah. It, it makes the points around the cut that much more, you know, important. Yeah. Sorry. And, who you and pick? Uh, uh, number four, Kevin Harvick. All right. Kevin Harvick for the win. Okay. Uh, again, follow us on all of the social medias. All right. Instagram at Wicked Fast Podcast at Wicked Fast Podcast on Facebook, uh, Twitter machine it's at Wicked Fast PDCST. If you're listening in St. Louis, we got your tickets. We got your tickets. I got two pairs of tickets to give away for this race. I want to give them to you, uh, and I'll even do this again. All right, because anything can happen during the second half of the NASCAR season. Experience the thrills, the drama, the acceleration on the NASCAR uh, NBC family of networks. The push for the playoffs continues in Indianapolis Sunday, July 31st, 2.30 on NBC, NASCAR on NBC and NBC Sports. I've got your tickets, so stay tuned. Give us a follow. Give us a like, and uh, we will be posting something very soon, how to win those tickets. But, uh, yeah, come on. We got them right here for you, okay? Is that it? I mean, that's it from us. Thanks yeah. for listening, as always. Hope yeah. everyone's having a great summer. Go to bpodstudios.com for the Beasley Media Group family podcast. Check out the all the great stuff over at Big Night Entertainment. And uh, Timmy will be back with his uh, Celtics podcast, you know, when he feels like it, when the season rolls around. Last week of September. Last week of September. There you go. Last Monday of September. Okay. We'll be back. All right. There you go. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. The reasons to treat yourself to a frozen drink from Mickey D's go on and on and on. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. Your new flavor craze is here. From sweet and fruity frozen Fanta Wild Cherry to the classic cool of a frozen Coca-Cola to the tasty and tart frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry. Get any size for $1.59. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. ba da ba ba